Okay, we are on Dafnud Gimel, Amit Aleph, at Ois Dalid. So the author Rebbe tells us that the objective of this mimer is to explain in greater detail the whole concept of letters, of the specificity. Now, the creation of the 22 primary letters of the Aleph base comes from a level of Chachma. However, it comes from a very tangible level of Chachma called the Achroina, the backside of Chachma, because it is so... Um, tangible. As we know, it's explained in Tanya and so forth, that the creation of the letters from the five different forms of enunciation is from a deep level of seichel that's within the person, which is then ultimately expressed and embedded in the various sounds that we are able to produce. And that's why the letters have shape and they have fabric. And it's also explained in Lakut Eterah, based on other explanations. The Altareva mentions here a, a, a lengthy series of uh, cross references that this is true uh, that the 22 letters are embedded within the identity of a person's being, even though you have multitude of languages, the 70 languages. Nevertheless, the methods of expression or the sounds are ultimately always come back to or are embodied in the 22 primary letters of the Aleph base. Now, this is 22 forms of letters in the hidden seichel. The way there is a beginning and an end of the etzim of the of the chachm itself, as the, the words express the depth of the chachma. And again, it's a very tangible level. And that's why it's described as the shallow side or the end of the letters, because it reveals what is otherwise a, a, a pretty uh, intense level of infinite chachma in a very fragmented or, or particularized, he describes it here as the psoilus, like the sediment of the chachma. And it becomes a keli. And again, here the Alter Rebbe mixes in some other uh, references, a mashal about water that is mixed together with uh, various sediment. And when you cook it, you separate out the sediment and it falls to the bottom. Now, this sediment that's in the water is the characteristic of the mineral, which is the letters. And again, the Alter Rebbe mentions numerous uh, mashalim. He then adjusts. The metaphor by saying that this is the 10 spheres of Atsilis, but not higher than Atsilis, where it is rooted in uh, the or the essence of the four primary elements of fire, wind, water, and earth, are only in the 10 spheres. And again, the Alter Rebbe quotes numerous other sources. So you have two different aspects of the 22 letters. You have the letters of thought, in which we clarify the idea, and the letter of speech, in which we express the idea that the letters of thought are still hidden and they're still spiritual, non-tangible. They don't yet have physical identity, like the physical identity of spoken words, which are expressed through the forced air that comes through the throat, which is not the case with the tangibility of the letters of thought as they are in a more spiritual sense. And then from thought, they are expressed and they come to be revealed in the letters of speech. These are the same letters, the same concept that you have in thought, and that are now expressed in speech. But in thought, it's still more amorphous of the 22 letters than it is in the more tangible speech. This is thus the rebuke to those who wish to deny that there is anything spiritual within a person, because even within a physical person, we could see that there are more spiritual letters that are in thought, 
and that every idea that is expressed in speech does not come from a thought that we can necessarily grasp, as explained in the Geras HaKadosh, and so on. And then again, the Alter Rebbe uh, alludes to other source material about the 22 letters being innately embedded within the soul of a person, the shape of these 22 letters, like the 22 letters of thought, that they are rooted also in the soul, uh, and so forth. Now, these two ideas of machshava and dibor, you have at the highest level and are rooted in the two letters he in the Shem Havaya, yud ke, vav ke. And is also alluded to in the idea that there were two uh, midwives, who we know to be Shifra and Pua, of the Hebrews, but again, metaphorically, that they birth the letters. Like it says, one calls to the other, the karazel zeh, that there is the idea of speech even with malachim, even though they do not, of course, enunciate letters or words, this is certainly something only that's very spiritual. But again, it's more comparable to the thought letters of a person, or even more so to the neshama, the way it's invested in the physical body, which is not the case with a malach who has a seichel, but of a completely different characteristic. Nevertheless, it is still appropriate to use, at least metaphorically, the idea of speech as is mentioned in the Gemara, that there were two spirits who were conversing. So again, relative to the level of Seichel, there is also this higher level of speech or of conversing, which is the spiritual letters of the loftiest character. Similarly, we have throughout Hishtalshlis, from the loftiest speech, it becomes uh, thought, down here into the physical world, and then this trickles down at each level, the Machos of Atzilis, which is the loftiest speech, which becomes Attic and the source for Chabad of Bria, uh, based again on uh, other Maimarim that the Alter Rebbe quotes here as well, that you have the letters that are higher than Chachma of Atzilis. And again, the Alter Rebbe quotes a whole series of other Maimarim uh, that explain this idea about how the letters are the mechanism of communicating the most intense uh, source material, as is explained in so many other places. Uh, this is that primordial light that's just beginning, and then it becomes developed, uh, and it is manifest in through the breath of the letters. And again, the author Rebbe quotes a lengthy series of other Maimarim and source material to support this basic idea. Um, again, Another example being like the, the, the term, it says, the horse upon which he rode, which is, again, the idea of taking the soyv of kolam and down into the physical world in a manner that is comparable to a circle where there is no distinction between the more aware or the less aware. It's the, these aspects of bringing the kav, the direct link from Hashem, into a place that appears to be cholol or void of godliness. And this is the mechanism of letters, which are also referred to as horses, as a means of transporting, of transporting the concepts, as is discussed in greater length. And in the letters of uh, that which is drawn down from, again, a, a otherwise very shallow level, that is revealed. This is also what is referenced when we say that he crowns him with light like a shirt, that the level of a shirt or garment is also an, a, a muscle for letters, just as the letters are the expression, the means of dressing up the idea of the seichel. Uh, and again, other expressions as well, the idea of the snail and its shell being one, an expression of the other, uh, uh, that, that is described here in greater length. So too, 
the oisius, the letters to which people communicate even internally from an amorphous idea to clarifying it in their own heads, and then even to express it to others, helps us to understand this idea of the expression of the infinite light of Hashem. The idea of atik, which is the most tangible from all that could be, as is explained in Malchus of the Malchus and so forth. Nevertheless, it's not absolutely comparable to the Svitas at all, but these are methods to help us grasp them as we often use. This is similar to the Ha'ara of the Ha'ara, like we said regarding the Oisius that are expressed from the lowest level. Um, and again, the Alter Rebbe points out to a whole series of other places where these ideas are discussed in greater length. Um, and again, none of them are going to be perfect, uh, mashalim, but all of them capture this idea that letters are a mechanism of transforming the unexpressed uh, or the undefined into the more and more refined. And this is the source of also why the Olam of Atzilis becomes Atik, uh, and this the Taf, which is the end of the letters, which is the residue that is left over from the most intense spiritual level that we begin with the letters Taf, Shin, Resh, and Kuf, which are the conclusion, and they are transformative, uh, as is explained. And again, the author Rebbe uh, cites numerous others. There's a Kitzer on the uh, Ahmed Bey's here that it says that we're trying to explain the idea of the Oisius of letters and their source, that they are from the shallow aspect of Chachma, the leftovers, the residue of Chachma. There are letters of thought, of speech, there are letters of thought, and they reach to the highest levels, and these are the thought and speech that is higher than Chachma, that reach from the highest of levels. And Oisei says, based on this mashal, we can now start to understand the idea of Tzimtzum, which again is the concealment of the light and the life force that should not overwhelm us. And the mechanism through that is through the letters. Like uh, whenever a person wants to conceal or tone down an expression so as not to overwhelm their audience, they have to find the proper letters. The very first of, uh, 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 of the levels of tzimtzum is when there is a residue of something you knew. And the Alter Rebbe uses an example. If a person is very well versed in a certain topic, and he uses the example of something in the Masech the Shabbos. Even when he's not in currently intellectually engaged in that masechta, there still is always a residue of that idea that is always in the back of his mind. So as we find, uh, you have a, a, a chacham, and he's very fluent here, the Alter Rebbe says, in something in masechta in Yavamis, which is commonly associated with some of the more complex ideas. And he is thoroughly fluent in all the disputes of Abaye and Rava, the questions and the answers to its entire depth. He truly grasps it and he seizes it and is absolutely clear to him. So now when he's speaking about it, the light of the Seichel and the Chachma is completely invested within the words that he's speaking. I mean, anytime you hear someone speak, you can sense that they really have mastered the subject. And this is a revelation of this divine light. But when he uh, is interrupted from this, and now he's not studying it in its great depth, he's just sort of reviewing and refamiliarizing himself, Begirsa, without great in-depth analysis. He's just looking it over. This Mishnah or that Mishnah, and the Altar Rebbe cites a, a couple of examples from that Masechta. So at that moment, he's not 
fixated on. It is a historical, a, a sort of uh, receding to the background of the true depth and brilliance of, that he understands. That's not revealed at the moment that he's simply reviewing the uh, the material, like he has, and again, all the different terminology in the Mishnah and so on. And the Altar of, again, cites specific examples about that. Because the full-on depth and, and intensity that are in those halachas that is not radiating at this moment, that he's hearing it just being simply reviewed, that, that depth is only a faint uh, residue that is somewhat evident to the listener, even though at that moment he is only going over the girsa, just the simple text, and he is not at that moment fixated on the full intensity of the entire light of the seichel. But relative to the person who's speaking it, since it is uh, fully invested within him, all of the depth of it, and he doesn't even have to strain himself to recount it. So within his mind is all the depth and brilliance and genius. Whereas within the recipient, the one who's being taught, he's just getting a very shallow level. I mean, obviously, the author doesn't use this muscle, but it's like technology. We operate technology without truly understanding how it works. And the person who designed it, he is fully invested in all of the uh, activity, even though at that moment we are just operating it at a very shallow level. Uh, because of, uh, in the Mishnah, or the, that is in the quick sh short learning, it is not contained all of the depths and all of the things that are ultimately fleshed out as is ultimately going to be developed through the analysis of the Gemara. Uh, and again, this is that idea, like we talk about, that the tzimtzum is that much more um, uh, intense, and this is why teachers are forewarned to always teach in the uh, straight to the point. Anybody who's ever been overwhelmed by a teacher is trying to give you all the depth, and you're just trying to figure out the, the very entry level has had that kind of experience. That's the process of tzimtzum. Uh, and here again, the person who understands all the depth and brilliance and so on of it, it's there's a, a, a great effort that has to go into compressing and um, expressing only the, the, the pshat level. Now we understand also, as we go to the top of the next column, as it is by a person whose seichel is uh, somewhat limited, even if he knows a certain mesechta. And at the time that he's studying it, he has all of it clear to him. And so much more so, times a thousand, the infinity uh, of Hashem's light, even when it is betzimtzum, that is, it's not overwhelming us, it still remains there. But of course, the student may only be getting a simple level, but the teacher has the full-on awareness of all the intensity. And similarly with Hashem, although what we receive is pretty shallow, to Hashem, of course, it is absolutely full-on intensity. Not only from the very essence of Hashem that there is no change at all in the very identity of who He is. The truth is that also in this light, there is no change to the very essence and fabric, just like it was when Hashem created the world. When He embedded, He was mitzamtzim, His very light, and only allowed us to see a tiny residue of it. Because the truth is that by Hashem, this light that radiates in the Rishima is no different than it was before the whole symptom. As we explained before, the, level, the, 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 the concept of the oisius to the highest level, like you have oisius of Chachma, you have oisius that are higher than Chachma, like it's explained in so many other places, that it is the back end of it. These are the oisius of, of speech, what are root, which are rooted in Chachma. 
uh, and then as it's explained in the different le le letters and so forth are uh, a method of expressing the very essence of it. And that's why they come out through the sort of sing-song rhythm of it, that it reveals the intensity. And this is why the Levium would sing, because again, through the letters, the words of the song, you express the full-on intensity. And this is really where true genius is, that you take an essentially infinite concept and you manifest it through tangible notes and words, uh, etc. Uh, and this is the, the description of the Levium in their, in their song uh, in, in the times of the Beis HaMikdash, that it expresses the very essence of it. And this is uh, why we describe that Shir is the letters of Tainug and Shira Imi and so on. And this is that impact that is made, the, the letters that are embedded within the person. But the creation of the letters, again, is a shallow or tangible aspect of the infinite light of Hashem just as the snail and its shell are absolutely one. So even though the letters are very tangible and, quote, ordinary, but when they are uh, understood to be expressive of the intense chachma, the same letters and words express that intensity. Now, when uh, the light, which is the source of the life-giving waters and the source of all of this pleasure or alignment is a better word, that radiates within these letters, this is the revelation of the infinite light of Hashem. And the idea of the tzimtzum of the light, that it should not re be revealed uh, overwhelmingly through the letters, like a person who has to speak, uh, and he speaks you know, in a defined format. Uh, but this is not a concealment, because the, even when he speaks in this very stunted manner, there is still the embedded wisdom that is there. Like a person who speaks, he doesn't completely interrupt himself. That is, he doesn't shut off the full-on intensity. But again, it's like reviewing. To him, the full depth is there. The light that is revealed in the letters of the, of the study are not comparable to the very essence of the light. It's just like a drop in the ocean, literally. And even more than this, back into the lesson about what we get from Hashem via the tzimtzum. And therefore, this tzimtzum is quite intense, incomparable from the, that which is hidden through a screen or any kind of mask that is an expression of and an investiture of the seichel within a mushal. And this is the separation between the worlds, between each world. But in order for it to be the first world of the infinite light of Hashem can only be when there are many, many of these screens. And that's why it all comes from the infinite light of Hashem, but only through the tzimtzum and the, quote, makampona, the apparent absence, which is the removal of the light the way it was from the Ein Seif Mamash, that it should not re, uh, radiate or reveal itself at all in the ten spheres in the way of Panemius, but it should only remain uh, residual. And the mushal for this is down here in the words that we study. And that's why, even though when, when we are saying this, it's only for the worlds, that is, by Hashem, the, the, the letters do reveal the full-on intensity, like the marshal where the teacher sees the words and he understands every depth and detail of it. And the student is barely able to recite back the most basic understanding of it. And here again, the Alter Rebbe quotes other source material uh, that suggests that the investiture is when the light is in the letters is only after the tzimtzum and the expression of the direct line, the kav, which is the idea of Torah, 
It is crowning us with the light like a like a cloak from when we understand the virtue of the in-depth analysis of Torah that we study and we go into the d- deepest levels, uh, even though we're only... This is the Kitzer from Daphne and Gimel, where the Alter Rebbe starts to speak about the idea of letters and uses it to help us understand the idea of Tzimtzum. That letters are an expression of wisdom, of Chachma. Chachma, though, innately is infinite. And therefore, the expression of letters into uh, uh, from the infinite is from the shallow or most tangible aspect of the infinite, from what we might call the most pedestrian characteristic of it. So just like a person who may be expert and fluent in the entire depth of some concept in Torah, the author Rebbe uses a mushal from uh, the Gemara in Yavamis, which is often associated with one of the more complex ideas. And there the Alter Rebbe says that when the person is then reviewing it, or when he's teaching it to a student, the teacher has to restrain himself from expressing all of the intricacies of the material and just communicate the very basics to the uh, novice student so that the student absorbs the basics and still has an inkling that there is a far greater depth, which is referred to as the Rishima. The Alter Rebbe touches upon and references a nu- numerous other Maimarim and source material, and he touches upon a few examples where he talks about an odd phrase in the Torah that it describes Avram as having made souls in Haran, to which the Medrash asks, if he took all of the scholars of the world and brought them together, could they even make uh, bring life into a, a tiny insect? Of course not. So what do you mean that they made it? That is that he brought it out from within them, that is evoked that which is otherwise hidden. So this is the term, it's called the Rashima. It's the residual presence of the full-on depth that is present, although concealed, tzimtzum, while the person is expressing what appears only to be on the surface a very shallow and introductory level, so as not to overwhelm the student. And by uh, communicating that, it becomes an entryway, and how much more so for Hashem, that he communicates to us via the letters, We communicate internally with the letters of thought and externally with the letters of speech. That is, we clarify our emotional or our sense of something through the same letters. And these are embedded within our very nature, as evidenced by the fact that all languages are only mutations of the 22 basic Hebrew letters. And once we communicate it within ourselves, we can communicate it to others. And this is the entire process as to how we are able to uh, illustrate and to evoke the full-on depth via the measured form of letters.